Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Tom and Bach coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. Hey, what day is it? Uh, to my knowledge, Wednesday. Well, we're happier than a camel on Wednesday, baby. Jake Bakoven. Coach told me when we were in Rome, we'd do as Romans. And when we were in Italy, we'd do as Italians. So, Italians, they eat pizza after the games. Tom and Buck starts now. Welcome in. Hour number two over the noon hour. Tom and Bach, Tom Stevens, Jake Bachhoven. How are you, Bach? I'm doing great. We, uh... We're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just ate a little bit, so uh, uh, I'm full. What'd you, what'd you eat? That's what took you so long to get back in the studio. What yeah, you, I was eating some uh, some pickles. I had some salad. I'm trying to watch my weight a little bit. Nice. I ate too much for pickles Christmas. and salad. Yeah, so you don't put the pickles in the salad. Those are separate. Yeah, they're themselves. separate. Oh. So, and and my uh, wife threw in a grapefruit. I didn't need it. I love. You should have given it to me. I oh, love you're grapefruit. a grapefruit fan. I love grapefruit. I find it tough to eat. But have you ever tried cutting them in half, and then you have to get a knife, and then you cut in between each and individual uh, slice? Yeah, and then you eat it with a big sharp spoon. <laughs> no. I, I love grapefruit. Oh, but I'm uh, surprised. I, I would imagine a lot of people eat them like oranges. I don't like to eat them in that way. I just don't like to eat them. It's too uh, good it's too you. bitter. I feel. Yeah, they are. You, they are. you know what you should do? Put a little salt on. Mm. Uh, salt is good on a grapefruit. I used to put salt on. I, in fact, I haven't had a grapefruit in years if you had not thrown it away. Did you throw it away? <laughs> yeah, I threw it away. <laughs> I would have eaten it. I don't like to put... There's so much salt on everything to begin with. I don't put too much salt on things. Oh, you can't have enough salt in your diet, Bob. Uh, oh, I, th- I think Doctors will tell you. No, I think that's not right. You need to load up on salt. <laughs> um, you know the Metro Holiday Tournament introduced the shot clock in Nebraska high school basketball. Yay! The shot clock is here, baby. <laughs> We've arrived to uh, the new century. Uh, Millard South has already purchased a. Well, they're they're not cheap. They're eleven thousand dollars apparently, or at least the one they bought at Millard South. That's probably the reason you won't see them throughout. Nebraska. I think we should go into making a shot clock business. It's not. Right. It I mean, like, it might not be the greatest one, but it feels like you could do it for ten dollars, not ten thousand. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. It feels like uh, you could get some sort of timer that you could just get a clock and just have some guy watch it. And then uh, after 25 seconds, you'd have to watch it. Well, that doesn't work. Uh, but you, uh, you're you going to see the shot clock probably within the next few years in Class A, and then it'll trickle down. Thank God. It, it's been it's been too long. And I do understand the, the, the expenses. But, um, it, again, I, I think there couldn't be a way. Maybe you don't get the most professional-looking shot clock. But uh. that's – it it I, it always bothered me because that's not basketball. That's not basketball. I, like you have to adjust to that sort of thing, um, moving on to the next levels, and 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 it's just it it seems really behind the times not yeah. to have a shot clock. They they anticipated that there'd be a lot of shot clock violations in the Metro tournament, and there were a few, but it it didn't feel like it took the players very long to get up to speed. Right. 
I mean, yeah, you hear it go off once, and you go, you don't want to be that guy that has it go off again, and you're still dribbling. Uh, Shot clocks you, are supposed to go off once in a while. That's what's what the defense gets the crowd going. The defense is is earned it. That's but it, that's part of what the shot clock is. That's it, why it frustrates me not to. Do play. you even see it once a game though? The shot clock go off without somebody at least getting a shot off. Like somebody will see. Have you it, watched say, Nebraska shoot. games? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, yeah, Doc Sadler. It was that way all the time. Yeah, I, but that was intentional. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just bleed the clock. In some cases, I thought under Sadler and even Barry Collier, that they were just burning the clock intentionally. Oh, yeah. That's a strategy. Hey, we're up five. We're going to burn the shot clock every time and then just launch something, and sometimes we'll forget to launch it. Yeah. And the, and the clock will go off. Um, and they played good enough defensively a lot of times where that, that philosophy would work. If you had somebody on your team that with five seconds left on the shot clock could get their own shot. And, you know, James Palmer was that. P- Petaway was that. Yeah. Uh, under Tim Miles, uh, then you could you know you could burn clock, play great defense, and win games. Get the fit. same quality of shot, yeah, basically yeah. that you were going to get. Yeah, in the middle and, of the and how often do we complain right now about Fred Hoiberg's offense? You could have gotten that later in the clock. Oh yeah, that's what I that's what I've suggested for this team. If they're not going to hit shots, they did against Kennesaw State, but maybe instead of trying to outscore everybody and shoot the most shots, therefore make more points. Slow it down. <laughs> Tell, um, you know, um, burn some of that clock. You know, you can't keep up, especially when you're punching up like they're going to be against Ohio State and Michigan State. You don't want to get in shootouts with teams like that. Uh, what do you think? Uh, text line 464-5685, sutter text line, Honda Lincoln hotline. Same number, 464-5685. Is it time for you? You probably watch your kids. You've watched your kids for a long time play without a shot clock. Are you ready for a shot clock? And Dave Braska says this. All the small schools say they can't afford the shot clock uh, for basketball, but they all had to uh, uh, had the play clock in football. But that's kind of built in. I mean, that's always been there. But yeah, I think the shot clock could be just as easy. Again, it doesn't. You don't have to get the most professional looking one. You don't have to. <laughs> unless there's unless I'm just completely dumb as far as the shot clock industry goes, I don't feel like it should have to cost that much to have um, pay somebody to have a timer and, and hold it up or you know get some sort um, of representation so the players can see it counting down. Yeah, that's the pro. I mean, you could get somebody with a stopwatch, just right? Clicking it, up, but they wouldn't be able to see it. The players have to see it. Yeah, yeah. The players obviously have to see it, and maybe in our new shot clock store that we're building, yeah, uh, that's going to be huge uh, for Nebraska. Since Nebraska doesn't have any shot clocks, we could start our own shot clock business and probably make big money. Um, you could make cheap ones, or you know, it's. Yeah. I think you could make a cheap shot clock. Right uh, here's our fifteen hundred dollar model. Yeah. What do you think of that? It, yeah, you have to have somebody watch it, but it usually works. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, you have you, to plug this one into yeah. an outlet over right? here. But. You might have to plug this one <laughs> in the outlet, and then you might. I, I would. Uh, here's the biggest problem I think with the shot clock is the learning curve from the people operating it. I mean, because uh, I've run the scoreboard before. I mean, you, you know, sometimes you have to keep up, and yeah, uh, who was that foul on, and blah blah blah. You have to write all those things down, and you're doing. I mean, now they probably just have one guy do one thing, but in some of these gyms, you're having the same guy maybe do two or three things. Because, yeah. uh, and if you're running the shot clock on top of it, you might forget. Um, <laughs> wait a minute, I got to sell it concessions. Did, did take a little bit more effort. Yeah, <laughs> I got to sell popcorn. Do I have to run the shot clock too? Yeah, you figure it out. Figure it out. Um, so I, I think it's a good idea. But uh, I mean, it's not like gyms are cheap. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, 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 you, you, it is more money to put into the sport, but it, it's just, again, it, it's so, it, it looks so outdated without a shot clock. That's part of basketball at any competitive level. I kind of enjoyed back in the day in the NCAA tournament, you'd have big upsets because there were certain teams that would sometimes go four corner right away. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, that was entertaining product for you? I, I kind of liked it, uh, that it gave some teams a shot. Uh, and then they introduced the three-point line, and that was the big even. Like, if you could could shoot the three, now that's the big evener, yeah. I think, in college basketball these days. But back in the day, but there were even good teams that were doing it, like Phil Ford at North Carolina. They, they ran the four-corner offense. And it was basically a stall. They would go into stall mode with any sort of a lead in the second half. And they would cut back door, and then they would end up getting a layup all the time. Or uh, you have the you have the one guy that can dribble better than everybody yeah, else. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can't get it. You can never it catch you him up to him. Look at it. You can't get it. You can't get it. There's no shot clock. I can do this all day. Um, but it, it even without it, in high school basketball, I haven't seen a – there are some teams that probably need it. Uh, because they're small and they're just playing catch outside once they get a little bit lead. But most teams that I see, even in the state tournament, are not really def- not necessarily holding the ball. Well, it's not a problem until you have a lead and there's two minutes left. That's 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 when you learn to make clutch plays. Like, I, I mean, that's that's where it, it should come down to. You have to you have to score. I mean, there should be some sort of gamesmanship there, and that's when you do start to sing it. Um, and why wouldn't you? Because at that point, if you're fighting for a championship or your season. And it's within the rules. There's no shot clock. Go ahead and sit on your lead and make them foul you. But if there's a shot clock, you know it gives the gives the other team an opportunity to get the other you know get the possession without fouling, without extending the game from the line. Um, and it's just part of basketball. It, it uh, hopefully we'll see a lot more. It's like you said. It's it might slowly be introduced. Um, but I I remember like the first time I found out about that. It, you know maybe when I was in high school or something way back 15 years ago. I was floored because that. It's it's just it's ancient. It sounds ancient. Yeah. Uh, Brian T says uh, Bach wants a score wants scoring in basketball, but not in football. I'm confused. That's right. I like defensive battles in football. Uh, I like defense more in football than basketball. I'll uh, admit it. You don't want to see anybody playing defense in basketball. <laughs> it drives you crazy when Nebraska tried that one time. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I think uh, you know. I, I understand. I I actually. I like both ways. I I haven't seen it in, in high school basketball, so I don't know what to expect, at least you know, at the Nebraska high school basketball level. I haven't watched a lot of other states that have employed the shot clock for a long time. I guess it's, it's nationally endorsed uh, now, um, whatever the association, the high school basketball or uh, they, Do you know, did they go to 32, the old college rule? Or did they 35. Go 35, yeah. They're going 35. I don't mind it being a lot, you know, larger of a of a possession um because in ba- i mean especially in, in nba now it's like when you get an offensive rebound i, I yeah. think that's way in college too it like resets to 15 yeah. or something you just got to get up another possession going yeah uh so that could be on the way for nebraska high school sports uh nick saban i don't know if you've heard some of the comments from nick saban and the players a couple of the players have said they're the underdog against cincinnati uh they're basically saying this because nobody has really respected them. They feel like they've been disrespected <laughs> all year. And that was – your laugh tells it all. Um, this is nonsense, right? I mean, but it sounds like a Nick Saban trying to 
you know, make hay here, trying to find any reason to get some motivation to win this game. I mean, because he's worried about a team that might be a little lower overconfident. It might be easy. They're a 13 and a half point favorite over Cincinnati. Well, they are playing an undefeated team and they've lost. Um, so there is that. But I mean, they're they're never in the underdog world. They're they're at the ult- they're the ultimate dynasty. A dynasty I never thought I'd see happen in in modern day college football but they've done it and uh and so but i mean it is it's a it tells you the coaching job that nick saban is able to do to push the certain buttons to get some players to feel that way and there has been like it's it's weird because from the outside especially even now i look at that at that bracket and i go that's alabama's you know or or the the question to me is alabama or the field i I wouldn't pick somebody specifically other than alabama to win the title um and this is not one of their better teams i mean and, and that's where he he can draw in, draw um, it, to motivate those teams. It's, they've had a lot of one possession games this year, um, and obviously the loss to Texas A and M. They they're not one of the better Alabama teams over the last ten years, but they still it doesn't matter. They can still win the title, right, uh, Rico? They are one hundred percent an underdog because they barely beat Auburn, and Auburn lost to Houston, and Cincinnati beat Houston by fifteen. <laughs> Therefore. Cincinnati should be favored in Case this game. That's all it is. <laughs> decision made. Very simple. Judge Rico has spoken. Let's check the line from Vegas. No, if you're if, still two possession favorite. If you're Alabama and you consider or you say that you're an underdog, you consider yourself an underdog at all uh, in these recent years, uh, you're just trying to give yourself some extra motivation. He, there, it's not true. But let's yeah. face it, it helped him a lot when a lot of people said, including me, you have no George, uh, chance to beat Georgia. And then they beat him 41-21. to 21. Uh, And he said himself, Nick Saban, that week, thank you. Uh, he basically thanked the media uh, for the because he's called him poison in the past. He said, that's good yeah. poison. Mm-hmm. We need more of that poison. Uh, he's always looking for an angle. Well, like, even, always... even against like a, a record-setting defense like Georgia's, like Alabama, they, they weren't favored, but they were barely an underdog. Like, it's right. still – it's Alabama. Like, it doesn't – it's annoying. I hate it. <laughs> they're annoying. They're they're dumb because they're too good. They're too yeah. good, uh, and they're going to win another national title, right? You just resign. Very to likely that. to just stop. Just stop being good, please. I'm just not sure Stetson Bennett will beat Alabama. Yeah, uh, no, you don't know that. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, Michigan could beat Mich- Georgia, though. I'm just not sure McNamara is going <laughs> to beat Alabama. It doesn't matter. Insert the name of the quarterback here. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it looks like a long shot. It feels like. Alabama is going to be your national champion again this year. Um, but we'll find out New Year's Eve. They're the first to go in the Cotton Bowl at 2.30. Um, so we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, and that 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 is going to be fun, though, because I, I still hope that they – I hold out hope that Cincinnati can win that game. I think America's going to be cheering for Cincinnati because it's the, it's the game that we've all been waiting yeah. for. The non-Power 5 um, finally gets in, gets their chance. Uh, you know, their best player is a running back that that played for Alabama, so there's a lot of storylines to to jump in there. And I think Cincinnati can play with them. I mean, they played with Georgia, last year's Georgia team uh, down to the final possession, should have won that game, uh, the bowl game last year. So I think that they can do it. It just kind of depends. It it's weird because it depends on what Alabama you're getting, right? If if they're focused, if they're tuned in, and they've got things rolling. Of course, they don't have Michi, um, but they're going to be hard to stop. But if 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 you can. Find a way to to uh, you know hope. I, I think part of it's just hoping that they're not fully engaged, oh. which is I, I think the the idea behind the, yeah, the whole idea that you're talking it. about. Yeah, Cincinnati's going to have to play a perfect game, even though they're saying that we're just do our thing, play our kind of football. They're going to have to play 
they're kind of football, but perfect football. They can't make, I don't think, very many mistakes, if at all, uh, to win that game. Uh, Might have seen it last night. Minnesota gets uh, 144 yards from uh, Kai Thomas, also had a TD. And Marquise uh, Irving also added 129 yards in rushing as Minnesota beat West Virginia last night in the Guarantee Rate Bowl. Remember, that was the bowl that Nebraska was going to for most of the year. They were projected to go to the Guarantee Rate Bowl. Well, that would have been fun. uh, But the Minnesota wins that game over West Virginia 18-6. P.J. Fleck has a different theme. It's not just row the boat boat all the time. He's got different themes for every game. Uh, And he said he wanted to see his defense uh, be the one that knocks. Uh, He was referring – did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's a white. Uh, what's his first name? Uh, Richard White, Howard White, whatever the white guy's name is. Right, right. <laughs> There's a few white guys in that uh, show. Roy. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, what's his name again? Walter White. Walter White. Walter White. Okay. Uh, Walter White. Um, is from Breaking Bad. Right. He's talking about I'm the one that knocks. This is the scene. I am the one who knocks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's he not, turns into a badass yeah, by the end right. of that show. She, Cause, uh, yeah, I want the uh, the longer one. Is the longer one in there? I love oh, that. Gravity, the yeah. longer version because Skyler's wife is saying, hey, "What what happens when somebody comes knocking at our door, uh, you know, late at night?" And uh, he, Walter, in case you don't know the scene, uh, the story, he's a drug dealer because he needs money to save his own life from cancer. Yes, and, and he's very smart. He's a teacher, and he gets yeah, he's a, a science teacher. He's, yeah, uh, chemistry. Really good at it, uh, but that was the scene that, that P.J. Fleck used. And you might have said it like that. I am the one who knocks. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine P.J. doing that, yeah. Yeah. But do you, do you like when coaches use that type of stuff, like, as motivation? I mean, because he, he's got row the boat. He's got I'm the one that knocks. He, he's like a different theme for everything. Um, Scott Frost doesn't seem that way. Like, he doesn't need to come well, up. Well, don't bring that up again. Remember like, the old sloganeering versus yeah, the, the... Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> the sloganeering comment that Frost made. That's right. Fleck took, did not like that, so later after they beat him, he said it's a culture versus skill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they've I, got a little rivalry brewing. I And not I, much of one because P.J. Fleck wins all the games. I don't really care how he's doing it, but I, I, the guy's a really good coach. I mean, yeah. I've, I've gone to thinking that guy's a used car salesman to, man, he's a really good coach. In fact, I might rank him... I don't know where I'd rank him. I mean, he'd be top four in the in the, the Big, Big Ten. Ten, yeah. And maybe I don't know where you put him behind Ferentz in the West. Maybe ahead of Ferentz. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's a tough call. But I, I okay. I, oh, you got the full thing. Uh, yeah, we'll get the full thing. Go ahead, finish your thought. Oh yeah, no, I I don't I don't care how you do it. Like obviously, there's there's uh, different strategies. I think it would be fun under Fleck to kind of see what the different things I mean because he's got a creative mind it doesn't shut off and he's going 100 you know 100 miles all the time uh, 100 miles per hour so it, it it would be fun to kind of see what the different things he comes up with but more than anything you just have to want to play for your coach uh, if you want to be a successful coach and the coach and PJ Fleck has that I mean you can tell that his guys love him love to play for him so um, you know regardless of what he comes up with if it's his same old stuff uh, which some coaches do or if he comes up with a new thing every week um, I, I I love it regardless because he can get those guys to play and I love his playing style if, if you didn't watch the game yeah. last night you saw a 380 pound man score a touchdown uh, he's got a whole yeah. you know all of his uh, front line is the bigger than the Minnesota Vikings front line so uh, they're they're incredible and fun to watch this is 
the full scene from Walter White, Breaking Bad, that I wanted to play that P.J. Fleck was using as motivation last night. I know what it could do to this family, but if it's the only real choice we have, if it's either that or you getting shot when you open your front door, you're not some hardened criminal, Walt. You are in over your head. That's what we tell them. That's the truth. No, it's not the truth. Of course it is. School teacher, cancer, desperate for money. Okay, we're done. Roped into working, unable to even quit. You told me that yourself, Walt. Jesus, what was I thinking? Walt, please, let's both of us stop trying to justify this whole thing and admit you're in danger. Here it comes. Here comes the speech. Here it comes. Who are you talking to right now? Now, Who do you think you're talking to? Don't you know who you're talking to? Who is it you think you see? Who do you think you see? (laughs) It's Walter White. Do you know how much I make a year? I mean, even if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. I'd believe it. Do you know what would happen if I suddenly decided to stop going into work? A business big enough that it could be listed on the NASDAQ goes belly up. Disappears. That's it the uh, drug to exist spot. without me. No, you clearly don't know who you're talking to. So let me clue you Here in. Here it comes. Here it comes. I am not in danger, Skyler. Yeah. I am the danger. Yeah. A guy opens his door and gets shot and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. That's the, that's oh, the whole scene. Very yeah, cool. that, that, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. I don't think of Minnesota football when I think of that. I'm sorry. Do you know- <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked for P.J. Fleck. It worked, I'm but I just, I'm not sure if that's what I... Uh, that was like- probably more of the scene than I wanted to play. That was the full scene. That was awesome. Uh, but it was still good. Uh, Breaking Bad, by the way, if you've never seen that series, it's so good. It is. It's so good. Did you watch Better Call Saul afterwards? I didn't like Better Call Saul. I couldn't Saul, get into that. That was kind of slow moving. That was a moving. prequel. That was the prequel. It right. wasn't the sequel. It was the prequel, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but Breaking Bad, it, it's so good. Um, and it's not too late to give away storylines, right? I mean, it's not too early because- No, it's, it's been a few it's, years It's now. been 20 years. I don't know. Uh, not from, that long. But. It's been a long time. <laughs> 10 years since the series ended, at least. Uh, let's get to break. Come back with more. It is Tom and Buck. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch.